keep it going. Peking chicken. It's only Peking duck. Peek. Chickens are obvious. Chickens don't ever peek. Nope. You want to just start over? We're we were only like, oh we're rolling. We're chicken? only twelve seconds in. We can just start Son over. Bitch. Is duck even better than chicken? Hell yes. Duck is so good. I don't know about that. It's Duck's so good. good. It's fatty. You can eat it rare. I don't know you much can eat about rare duck. duck breast, and it's amazing. Except I have... for I know that in Chinese restaurants in the fifties, they would form your to-go container foil into the shape of a duck. I've been to non-Chinese restaurants to do that. Hmm. I've not had duck in probably 10 years. Yeah. Gave up on the duck. Duck, too duck, cute. goose. He killed too many in uh, with his Nintendo. I don't even know it's where to like, get duck. Do you want to start a Chinese restaurant? Oh, then again, over. I had duck My life, feet. so I never meet you guys and never have to do this wow, shit show? Wow, that is so goddamn rude and hurtful. I don't give a fuck. This is the new me. 2019 want... Tyler is coming. Do you guys want me to present you with what might be one of the most Every delicious night. taste treats you've ever had? Yes. That Anderson probably won't eat, so we'll get to split it. Yes, because I'm very hungry. The Artisan Cheese Gallery has a duck confit sandwich mm. that is so Wait, you don't have this now? No. Tasty. no, no. <sighs> he does not have this on it's hand. so tasty. <sighs> confit. Wait, why? You were just over there going, is duck even that good? I know. I forgot that I had it. <laughs> I forgot that I had it. <laughs> is the skin Duck's crispy? overrated. Crispy skin with the insides all delicious. Because the person I would eat a lot of meals with before she was a vegan, we ordered it and we couldn't believe how good it was. And then I had it there when I had lunch with another friend. She stopped eating when she became vegan because the vegan food is so gross. Yeah, she just stopped eating altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stopped breathing air. The point of ordering that are alive in the air of ordering that also though is to say confit. Should we start over? To say confit. You don't say. Confit. I don't like confit. You because said confit. It makes me think of confetti, and I don't like my food. To I was be just going to say I'll have the duck confetti. I don't like it. Mm. Confit. Why would we start over? We're we're like two and a half minutes in. What if we just delete all the episodes of the show ever and start over? And just released after disaster one, and we just pick up in 2019. Hey, I wonder how many people would notice. Oh, I think a few would would notice. A few, <laughs> a couple. A few. We'd have to do it the way that we did though. Like we'd have to recreate every episode. Reruns. It'd be oh. like reruns. We could do that. Jeff That's Lynn ELO like thing where he just re-recorded all the ELO songs identically to how they were previously remixes? recorded at higher resolution. AD remixes. That's not too bad. We'd You'd have to relapse. try to make them sound it's, good. It's, You'd have to relapse. So like, it's bad. Okay, we have I'll do it. Nope. I'll do it for the show. We'll get us some Patreon people. You know, you that's what run Nick, that idea by your sponsor. Just be like, let me run it. I don't a run any ideas by my sponsor. A Nick, hypothetical. Nick Nolte did that uh, for a <laughs> role. He he uh, he relapsed. He started doing heroin again for a <sighs> role. What? What movie? Let's hope he won an award for that. I think he did. 
Someone, is, someone's phone it. is making the good thief. Someone's phone is making this thing tingle. The good thief. Uh, little uh, a movie called The Good Thief. Mm. Was heroin central to his character? Or yes. Just, okay. Was yes. he doing smack when he was recording Down and Out in Beverly Hills? Probably. How else is he going to do that fall into the I, pool? I feel like there's a big you Nick Nolte a good point. blind spot in my film knowledge. Nick Nolte's like the best. 48 hours. I think that's like... You goddamn son of a bitch! 48 hours He's so great. He's so angry in He gets movie. so angry so quick. I missed his movie from last year called like uh, Head Full of Honey. I hate that people mistake him for uh, He was like having all, Alzheimer's and, 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 and the name of the movie was Head Full of Honey. And I'm like, I can't see that. Is that how the announcer said it? Either it's going to be awful or I'm going to cry. When are they going to bring back the man telling you the name of the movie? Like while you're watching the trailer. The Doberman Gang. Head full of honey. Did you see Honey Boy? No. How would I have seen it? It's only playing at Sundance. Okay. I thought you might have made a road trip or something. I don't know. I thought I'm excited were... to see it, though. Speaking of movies playing at festivals. Well, well, how do you know about Honey Boy? Wow. Just walk right all over my segue for you. I know. Jesus <laughs> That's my style. That's how I, that's how I work. How, how do you know about Honey Boy? It's a Shia LaBeouf movie. I can't really say. Sorry, sorry. Oh. You can't say? Yeah. It's kind of about his like life growing up, right? I don't know if it's personal. Maybe it's personal. I guess it is. Now that I think about it, it's absolutely personal. I think it's pretty personal. <laughs> He's playing his dad, I guess. An abusive father. His 10-year-old son is on the set uh, making everyone laugh, then he has to go home to abusive daddy. You're not going to ask me how I know about it. How do you know about that? I'm curious about how Mike knows I, I, how, how do you know, you know about, about Honey it? Boy? It's just, I heard it on NPR. That's really boring. <laughs> I wish what I didn't a, ask. One of the movies I'm interested in seeing at Sundance is this movie called Honey Boy. So Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. uh, evidently in the Le, program, Le and uh, he was telling you all about his new, his new project. LaBeouf. Am I on to something here? Am I, am I on to something? something? Guys! No, no idea what you're talking about. What just happened? <laughs> now I do feel like we should start over. Wait, I'm wh- kidding. What were you doing? I was I was suggesting that Shia LaBeouf, because uh, Carano said he couldn't say how he knows about Honey Boy. I oh, can tell you this. You can yeah, all okay. know about Groupers world premiering. That's a much worse in the San Jose. Much worse segue than what I teed up I know, for you. It's true, but I was, I didn't know honey boy. I was curious about Honey Boy. <laughs> I I didn't know Honey Boy. You're not say it like times. Big time, Doctor Drew, laser focused on that. Every time we say something, the other people need to ask, "How do you know about that?" That's the whole show from now on. How do you know about that? I made it up right now. Improvised it. What? Do you, how do you know about improvising? This is terrible. I don't want to be. How do you know it's terrible? What are you comparing it to? Well, I kind of know about improvising because my office was next door to Second City. Mm. How did you know it was next door to Second City? Nothing to do with being in the improv. Signage on the wall. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. What's first city? L.A. New York. It's gotta be New York. Yeah. So where's L.A. land? Third. Third. Third city. Third city. So it goes New York, Chicago, L.A. I don't know. Is that what they're suggesting? Who's, who's listing are you talking about? Travel guys? Uh, no, the the Second Commerce. City guys. Because if you're if you're talking about nice people, Chicago is clearly numero uno. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say New York is number two. What? And LA is number three. Mm-hmm. This is a man who's been to like five places and in then his life. Pleasanton, Wisconsin, number four. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, so what uh, Tyler was alluding to is uh, I found out the day after we last recorded the program that uh, San Jose Cinequest 
named USA Today's uh, you, readers uh, named it the number one film festival in the United States. Oh, mm. hell yeah, player. They, they really like to hang it's on funny, to that. because New York Times named USA Today the 40th rated newspaper mm. in the United States. It's weird how that all works. It's a bad Anyway, so Cinequest. It's a wash. Cinequest is, uh, from all uh, I've heard, one of the top 10 US festivals. That says a lot because there's like about 3,500 festivals or so in the uh, Yeah, that's great. United that's States. fantastic. Congratulations. Cinequest is a good one. Uh, honestly, I did not know of Cinequest before um, submitting to Cinequest, but I, in my research, I learned of Cinequest. And uh, not only is Groupers you going say, to do- You should say in my readings from now on. It sounds better. Okay, readings. In, in my, my readings. studies. My studies. In my, my studies. studies. Oh, that does my, sound good. In my unearthing mm-hmm. of knowledge. I need knowledge. to do more studies. We need to get studies. We need to have an extra room in our in our houses that we don't have. I have a study. Oh, you have a house. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, spoiled the rich guy over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. It's where I edited most of Groupers. The fact that you have marble ceiling and floors is mm-hmm. weird. With a pillar yeah. right in the middle, just because I wanted to have and one. And you play marbles. And in only there. only strippers with really long appendages can actually work mm-hmm. it. Oh, yep. it's spider so strippers. Thick. Yeah, come on down to Daddy Long Legs. We've got. Th- the longest appendage strippers in town. Just to be clear, it's where I oversaw most of the editing because I only edited like the first 25 minutes of the movie and then I had other editors. It shows. And, uh, the, uh, the, first, the first 25. So I, didn't, I don't want to misspeak because there were uh, five other editors other than myself. Anyways, uh, it'll be world premiering, like officially f- mm-hmm. for the first time open to the public to buy tickets that people have never heard of me are going to be showing up to this thing. It's going to be great. And it's That's going to be It's finally going to be allowed to be on IMDb with- uh, How do you know about that? It's going to get press. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, stop it. God damn. <laughs> so it's playing uh, in the Saturday, uh, March 9th is the uh, first screening. That's the official world premiere, and I think there'll be a Q&A after, and it's going to be in Redwood City. And then the following uh, night, yeah, evening, afternoon, uh, 4.40 p.m., it's going to be playing at a place called the California Theater, San which Jose. Which one which is more important to you? Which one? I think the second one... Because I've already done a bunch of four walling, you know, I've already showed it okay. in twelve different cities uh, to like listeners. And Did you just say friends. four walling? It's really six it's called walling, four walling. To be yeah. honest with you, four walling. What does that mean? It's where you like do it yourself. How do you know about that? Um, Giovanni. Okay, I know about it from uh, and Kevin Smith did it. Tom Jones. It's where you take your own act on on, on onto the on, Why is on it the road four walling because you you Tom put it Jones within a little four wall. Copperfield were two of the maybe not the first people, obviously not the first people, but their thing was they four walled when they were at. Uh, it's closed MGM. in. So they had to do all their own promotion, but they also got most of the profits. I don't like that I didn't know anything about this term. <laughs> yeah. I, I still I, I call if, it. If six. I had a study, I'd probably know. I call it six walling. Mm-hmm, because he's he's counting the ceiling and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the floor yep. in there. Yep. He's getting creative. Yep. What if it's a it's an oblong uh, yeah, what if it's room? The, what if it's the Oval Office? It's mm. three walls. Mm. Yeah, it's only three walls. And three wall in the Oval Office yeah. this week. Get your tickets. A lot of confusion uh, occurs in the Oval, Oval Office these days. There is? A lot of confusion. Melania, uh, where's rock, the corners? Rocksteady, <laughs> Americana, good times. This room so, has no corners. The pursuit of happiness. So yeah, they're both going to be very important to me, Mike, to answer your question. But the first one is going to be more intimate. It's going to be smaller. Uh, that's the uh, Saturday 9-15 uh, showing in Redwood City at the Century Theaters. I'm asking you, uh, but if, then at because I'm coming up there, so which one should I come to? Because I don't think I'm going to go to both. Vintage go talking over each other. California. We're bringing it back. The California Theater, it was built in 1927. It was one of the original Fox Theaters. If you have not ever had a chance to go to a Fox Theater, uh, they were mm-hmm. all over this country at one point. A lot of them have been repurposed as like uh, music venues. They're yes. great. Yeah, Fox Theaters are fantastic. There's one in Riverside that was just remodeled. My favorite Fox Theater in the world is uh, in Westwood, that's my favorite theater in the world. I go there all the time. It's where like uh, Star Wars has their yeah, big premieres. Yeah. But this is an old Fox theater in San Jose. It's a twelve hundred seater, 
and uh, all the cool old theaters are called the Fox Theater or the Roxy. But there's very there's there's only two weekends of this festival, and you know it's also during the week. And I was really concerned, waiting to get my schedule, like to see where Monday, I was. Monday not, morning, Monday night, eleven fifteen. <laughs> yeah, like they have those, and I was concerned. Yeah. Uh, but there's only about eighteen spots on the weekend, at good times on the weekend at the big theater, and I got one of those eighteen spots. That's so I'm so very excited. That's great. Pretty cool. And then it's finally the last time it's playing up there. It's playing three separate times. It's playing on a Friday, the following Friday, March fifteenth, back in Redwood City. So are those past? Are those times passed out arbitrarily, or is there? Some no, no, no. They program. Huh? With yeah, so, so that's good. It's a very good sign. That's very a very good, good sign. sign. Yes, very good sign. Very good. like the movie that's playing right after uh, mine at the California Theater on Sunday is like a Jeff Daniels movie, like a big movie <laughs> oh, with Jeff tight. Daniels. Yeah, maybe some people will accidentally see your movie. Mm. And you know what else? I Where's think Jeff it, Daniels? it might be a premiere. I'm not sure, but uh, the Terry Gilliam movie, the uh, Don know. Quixote movie, Waiting for La Mancha. Remember the documentary oh, about yeah. how his movie just got lost? He finally finished it, and I it's playing at Cinequest. I'm pretty sure it's the first time it's ever played wow. anywhere. And what's funny is on the set of groupers, there was so much rain that we almost got flooded out and we almost lost our entire movie. And people were saying lost uh, in La Mancha. And I banned that. I, I said, we're not allowed to even say it because I don't want to get jinxed. And now you guys are back to back. And now it's oh. playing up there. Weird. Right? Now your movie's scissoring Man of La Mancha. So last I heard, uh, Scott by Scott is going to be putting links up to all those. Tickets are 12 bucks. And if you'd like to leave a comment, that'd be awesome because uh, comments, I think, uh, help I, as well. I was the first comment. Yes, you were. You I wrote, said, yes, yes, sir. sir. Yes, yes, you did. Pretty good. I didn't so know what to write. To, I didn't want to look like a, a shill. I didn't want to look uh, like yeah. a fake, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to be like, so proud of you. Go get them, honey. Go I could get use, I could Anderson, use some, thanks I w- for doing the podcast. I would like some, uh, some, some comments. If you'd like to put some comments up there, that'd be great. Uh, should people, if they've seen it, should they mention that or no? Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can say, like, I, I saw this in so-and-so city. Um, I saw a sneak peek. Just to use that. Like I saw, I, I was fortunate enough to see a sneak peek of this. I saw a little. Nip Only slip. if you liked it. Mm-hmm. Only. If I you liked stuck it. my dick in a finger trap too. <laughs> say that. Don't you try? I shouldn't say that. Shouldn't shouldn't say that. I like the 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 thumbnail they chose. Leaves everything up for up for uh like debate. De- I don't know. Debate. Question. Very mysterious. Refresh my memory. What's the it's thumbnail? A, the picture of talkie. Yeah, with the the iPad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That does leave it all up for debate. Um, yeah. The the one did thing you that, pick that one? I gave them a bunch of. They asked for like nine different uh, pictures from from the film, and that was one of the nine, and that's what they chose. They they still want to have control over it. However, here's the one thing that's concerning. Not concerning, but a little bit upsetting because you know I'm a control freak. They add their um, own sound effects to the movies that they play. They ask for a synopsis. They had a, an actual uh, third party watch the movie and give a review I, I of the it. movie, which I read was it. pretty good. I'm happy about that. Yeah. But they changed my tagline, which is at the top. So it's got like the, the, the random picture of Taki, who's yeah. like a minor. I don't want to say minor character, but he's not one of the lead characters with his eye patch up there. And then they got the tagline, and it's uh, a different kind of night out, which is not the tagline. They. They neutered my tagline. They censored me because my tagline. Welcome, welcome to uh, your show business. The wonderful world of writers taking liberties. Well, your your tagline was "fuck the audience," which I thought was my tagline. Yeah, my yeah, t- my, I don't care if you see it, motherfuckers. <laughs> my tagline was <clears throat> a school shooting of a different kind, which I could see them having mm. an issue with. Yeah. So I gave them an alternative, which is uh, these two homophobes have a choice to make, but. I'm still waiting for that because I want anything but the tagline that they put in for me because I don't like that tagline, guys. A different kind of night out. It sounds like an Ed Helms like comedy. Well, it's already in print, so I don't think they're going to change it. It's yeah. on the computer. Oh, they probably I sent you a photo they... of someone's printout of it. Printout? What do yeah. you mean? Someone what? printed it. They made posters. Printed? There's a printed like a program for the the whole the 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 festival. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see that. You wouldn't just. It's me all that? right. That tagline's fine. A different kind of night out. I, I mean, it's it's fine. It doesn't matter. 
because the, the what the guy wrote was very very uh very good yes okay cool very good thanks guys thanks. in fact i thought that was a review it kind of was yeah and i thought it was spectacular that's nice thank you i did oh really print what words yeah i didn't see the print someone tagged it on instagram hmm. instagram you heard about it yeah, it's really it's taking thing. off it's a new app you can post pictures hey guys what's the opposite of feminism manism well, let me go look in the mirror. It occurred to me that ba-dum, I, I, don't, ba-dum, I don't even know the like the, the term. Like, I've never heard. I it. think it would be a misogynist. No, that's like hateful. Yeah, I don't think feminists are hateful of men, even though sometimes they come off like they are. I think feminism is uh, standing. You know, I think there's a, thinking there's a of machismo? yourself, viewing yourself as an equal, right? And, mach- and, and, and misogynist is not at all. So that's yeah, that's not opposites. the right answer. I think they're opposites. No, actually. I, it occurred to me that I, I, I never thought of it. Well, I, was, I think it could be one of those things where, like, it's because it's a reaction to the status quo, there doesn't have to be necessarily a counterpart to it because, like, the counterpart is the, what is already there. Well, there is there is a counterpart because I looked it up. Okay. Mascul- mas- masculism. Hmm. Hmm. Weird, right? That doesn't seem like that one has enough uh, anger in it. Well, it doesn't seem like it has enough press. That just seems like you're going to the <laughs> well, gym a lot. Well, that's no MRA, men's rights activist. Drinking beer and working on a transmission. What you're talking about? Wait, MRA is a thing? Men's rights activists? Oh yeah. There's what a, are you talking? There's about? a wormhole to go down. Men's rights activists. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's kind of some Holy of it is smoke-a-roos. some of it is rooted in uh, actual like guys standing up for men who like they lose their kids in custody battles when like they're clearly actually right. the, the okay. better. But then it has kind of like. You know, a, a community grows around that mm-hmm. that becomes uh, less than you the know, mold. Not not necessarily positive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you can do that get, with any. Probably any get kind some of group. MRA people in my mentions now. Great. Hi. I'm just gonna start like when I meet people. I'm just gonna say, yeah, I'm. My name's Anderson. I do some shows. I'm a stay at home dad. Mm-hmm. I'm a masculist. MRA. <laughs> I'm a masculist. Mm-hmm. I'm a feminist. The good thing is most people won't know what that. Saying means. you're a masculist just sounds like you do something in your bedroom with leather. It does. Yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah. I, th- I think that guy strings himself up by his penis. <laughs> He's got hooks in his bag for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, why why do you ask about the feminism? A, do you have a, a run-in bro- with a feminist? No, I mean I I, I do uh, on a on a daily basis because I, I live with one. Mm-hmm. So I, Atticus, I, I, I run into Atticus Good all the time. A, Good for Atticus. I want to say running, but I have pass-bys with, with feminists daily with uh, yeah. with the wife over there. She's yeah. a, a proud feminist, and yeah. uh, she is a feminist. Uh but uh, it just occurred to me. I'm like, what is the uh, the opposite of feminist? I, like, it was crazy that I didn't. Yeah, I never heard it. Well, in theory, the opposite would be somebody who thinks women are second class citizens and doesn't respect them, right? No, that's no. not the opposite. Because then that assumes that women consider men second class. Well, okay, citizens. I'm, I'm using the wrong term. Opposite. What's the the male counterpart? And they, uh, we answered it. it's masculism. Okay. Um, but like, what's the opposite of racist? Is there an opposite of racist? Like a word? Probably could. I don't know. I don't know. We should we should know that word, right? Then we could call ourselves that. Here's another question I got. I watched that movie, The Hate You Give. You remember that movie? No, nope. I came out earlier this year. Oh, Nick Nolte. No, Nick no. Nolte's not it. Was, did you have to take any drugs to? <laughs> Told you I have a blind spot with him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing out here. God, just son of a bitch! Um, no, The Hate You Give is it? Is you didn't hear about this? No, I like that title. Though. Based on a book, and it comes from the term thug life. Uh, I lost interest. Thug life. <laughs> <laughs> the Hate You Give. T the Hate H U okay you okay give G thug 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 and it's all about breaking the cycle and uh, 
um, black people in America. And uh, it was it was actually I really like the characters and I like the story. Um, it just seemed a little bit made for TV at times. And then when it, when it got bad, it was really bad. Like there was neck tattoos that were getting smeared at times. Oh, and it's it's a big Hollywood movie. Like, like it was. Uh, I don't like. It was that. in a bunch you of get the theaters. neck tattoo person to get their act together. But it was the best example. Of Nothing like that moment in the edit room where up. they're like, uh, "Hey, Steve, how do we do?" You think people are going to notice that? <laughs> I noticed that at home. I wasn't even watching on the big screen, and I thought. But oh, so you can't watch movies at home? What do you mean? Oh, stop it! <laughs> don't tell Jillian. <laughs> You're such a dick, dude. Why do you like to get me in trouble? Why do I like to touch you? I haven't been I'm to a, a movie. Ma- I'm a mask. So that's a good question. All week. That's a good question. But it was the All best. All week. It's Monday. I mean, since last week. Uh, what was the last movie I saw in the theater? I, I can't even remember. What was it? There's like nothing out right now. I saw Spideyverse. So good. It's talk, great. You talked about it a little bit last week. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I was just upset that it was a cartoon. Oh, I didn't sorry. think you would like it. I would think that it would I be too it. like aut- like uh, visually loud for you. It was very loud. Very visually loud. Yeah. Yeah. Like you hated Mad Max Fury Road. I hated it because it was, it too, was too audibly loud. You yeah. want to talk about too audibly loud? There's yeah. a segue. What? To me and Mike's little weekend adventure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was very loud. We'll very get back. Crowded. We'll get back very to Thug Life. Mike and I had loud, angry sex. We'll get uh, back. That yep. you give later. Yep. Later. And later. We screamed. I want to talk about cops ears. pulling black people over. Later. Later. Okay. So let's talk about Nam now. Now. Yeah. Nam. I really enjoyed watching all the lenses, so I felt like I was there with you guys. <laughs> it didn't feel like we did enough. There were a lot. So for those of you who don't have Patreon or the Patreon app, what happens is uh, you, you get a, if you have. Um, it's set up to give you uh, alerts. Notifications. Notifications. Bing. Uh, you can go on in the app, and then you can see a little 15-second or less video or a still shot. Uh, also, one of the three uh, of us I, I have learned it is also viewable on uh, on the computer. So even if you don't have the app, you can go to our Patreon page. It would be more exciting if uh, Patreon did it at random. They just turned your phone on. That would be awful. Recorded 15-minute clips. 15-second clips. That's a, ter- oh, yeah. that's a terrible... Thank God, they're only 15 I'm seconds. just saying it would be more exciting. They're I, little check terrible. And what happens at the top... You can either there's nothing you'll see a little logo on our page. Can I can I save you some time? Uh, the Patreon app has Instagram stories. That's yeah, all Anderson was trying to explain. But mm-hmm. does Instagram do the uh, thing at the top where they show you how many clips there are? Mm-hmm. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's only one bar. Yeah, it's sad. And then at Nam Day for you guys, <laughs> it was like it 20. was it was like a centipede. Especially because a lot of it was me uh, killing time in traffic and then, uh, well. Drinking yeah. beers and. and uh, yeah, so I, I got down there and I I, I, I elected to drive uh, separately. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Which, got, by the way, bummed me out. Sorry. Because uh, I didn't want to have s- certain conversations with the person I drove down with. Who'd I you drive down with? I wanted it to be innocuous. Who'd you drive down with? <laughs> Nick Nolte. I drove down with a friend who's having, who's having lady troubles, mm. and I was like, oh, if Tyler was here, we could avoid this whole thing, and it could be really, really- Well, you, if you wanted that, you really should have sold the uh, carpool better, because you asked me to come meet you here, Yeah, and yeah. then drive down there, and then come back here, and then drive back home yeah. at crushing rush hour traffic- I get it. From Studio City. I got it, yeah. when I did the math. Yeah. I sat down with a piece of paper, and I did the math. Yeah. And, in your uh, study? I In my study, which yeah. is the second bathroom- <laughs> I was outside the old Loveline Studios, old old Culver City Studios mm-hmm. before, like before Take, you worked there. Taking a whiz. Oh yeah. I was outside on the phone with a fl- on, on my flip phone, uh, fighting with uh, my then girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I was probably sounded much like uh, Nick Nolte when I was screaming at okay. her, going "Cut son of a bitch!" because I would get really really mad at her. And then I I slammed the uh, the the shell phone closed. Your break? And no, and I'm just standing there, and I take a hit off my cigarette, and I just hear lady problems. <laughs> 
Oh. And I turn around and I'm like, oh yeah, Perry Farrell's hanging out here too. I had a cigarette. <laughs> I forgot. I was so I was so angry and like involved with the phone call. Yeah. So then yeah. he wanted to talk to me, and we talked for about ten minutes about the uh, the angst that I had at that moment. It was pretty great. And that's what uh, that song's about. You could Perry have probably Farrell. made all the problems go away by putting him on the phone with her. No. Well, maybe she was a star fucker. That bitch. Perry oh. kind of sounds a little bit like Reggie. Lady problems. He's kind of got that. Oh, let me just say this. I got a uh, text from a buddy of mine. Uh, I won't say his name, but I'll say her name, AJ. AJ. AJ believed that Reginald Watts on our program, Reggie mm-hmm. Watts, who sings uh, Dropping Out of School, uh-huh. just ain't cool. Yep. She Crack believes that it was the Reggie Watts doing a bit. Oh, no. That's how high esteem she she holds our show. Like, we had access not too to, shabby. to the actual not Reginald Watts. Shabby. You my coworker, Reggie Watts. You're now, you're, I've worked maybe that's where she made the connection. Two famous Reggie Wattses. Maybe the only two you've ever met, but uh, AJ. Yes, it's definitely the only two Reggie Watts I've ever. And met. her counterpart, uh, actually, her counterpart didn't think that was the case, but they were both kind of commiserating, uh, trying to figure out the truth behind it. And they, mm. yeah, they we couldn't got, believe we got Reggie Watts to come down to the Loveline Studio to play a character every like every week. They couldn't like believe that Crack Is Bad was a real song. They thought he that it was like a bit, a bit. They thought it was a bit. Mm. I, c- I can understand that. Yeah, I could too. Like you think it was, a and bit. then and then it's we pretty just, genius bit. If it's we a bit, just, we just dropped him cold. Yeah. yeah. We're like, our fledgling podcast doesn't need your star power Well, we anymore. got Patreon, and we didn't want to cut him in on the action. That's true. So, yeah. Yep. No, if you if you have not seen uh, Reggie Watts, our Reggie Watts, where would people find our Reggie Watts? Our Reggie Watts? Yeah. Is um, he like on on Facebook page? Or? There's definitely clips of him on our YouTube channel. A lot of people did. Some He's old, the old... Old episodes that you can stream on there. Security guard at uh, the old Loveline Studios. And a bunch of the to- old episodes with Reggie in them are currently being loaded onto patreon i used to torment him uh, by showing him like showed him lemon party one night oh <laughs> someone that's uh, the worst someone someone brought up the night where reggie said he he doesn't he doesn't he don't he didn't want donald trump to run for president because then he just have to stop filming the apprentice my favorite show really yeah not too wait shabby. wait he was talking about being president that Good long ago memories well wow. he's been talking about being president since the 80s but mm. Somebody who reminded me, or I think it, it was a while ago, obviously, it was when Gary Shandling died, and they're like, uh, no more ribs for Reggie. And I was like, wow, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> ribs for Reggie. That he was very impressed. Hashtag ribs for Reggie. $42. Gary Shandling paid for his ribs one so night. anyways, I was driving down to Anaheim, where the yeah. NAM convention was, which is, uh, how do you describe NAM? It's, uh, it's a giant music convention for instruments called the National Association of Music Merchants. And it's... Uh, oh, so it has nothing to do with Vietnam. It has some. There's a oh, Vietnam. I section. feel like a Nam veteran now. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that, right guys. Now. If if I may get to a little business. Welcome to the After Disaster. I'm Anderson. There's Mike Carano sitting to my right. Hello, uh, everybody. Indian style, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler, Indian yeah. style on his floor. And there's Ty. That gave me a half chub uh, the way sitting, the way you did that. Sitting on the uh, the, the bearskin rug on on the couch. I'll come to you live on tape from Mike Carano's apartment and Nam time. The Nam Show, I've been going there since 1982. It is best described as a cacophony of sounds coming from almost all directions, correct? <laughs> y- yes. Every instrument being played at the same time. Zulus? And you walk around and you check out the what? latest and greatest. Is that a thing? From Zulu? all instrument Zulus? manufacturers. Isn't that a... The, the African Warriors? Oh, yeah, there was an African Warrior booth. There probably was. No, the, isn't that like an instrument? Maybe. Maybe that's the thing that you were looking at. Mm-hmm. No, called. that's not. What were you looking at? I'll tell you what else. No. It was kind of funny because Tyler goes, I really want one of those things. I'm like, I don't know what that you're talking about. Zulu. There it was, like right in front of us. <laughs> it was. Pre- 
Good timing. Looks like a hubcap. How long were you guys there for? cut in it. We were there for like four hours, but I killed a little bit of time waiting for Mike. Uh, I parked at the Disneyland structure because yes. the entire city of Anaheim is there's no snow parking because the, everyone is at Nam. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. So I parked at Disneyland for twenty five dollars. Jesus, a cluster F, and we parked at Disneyland as well after driving on the block several times looking for some other option. And I hopped on the tram that takes it to the uh, the park entrance, and I was like, well, I think I got like thirty minutes until Mike parks. And you did. Do I have enough time to run in, go on a stupid ride? And maybe have a beer, and I did. Ran into California. Yep. I, I should explain. I have a pass. I did you? Did you hit a ride? Buy a ticket. I went on the Mater's the <laughs> uh, stupid Mater tractor ride in California Adventure. When uh-huh. are they going to dump that piece of? Garbage? I love that. I love that ride. I, so I'm standing. Atticus in, loves that ride. Uh, the tom- the, Zach the, loves it. The Tomater. Yeah. 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 I'm standing in line, right? And there's a. Because <laughs> that's the opposite of what I just said. Yeah. In, in Why fr- do you want them to I drop think it? A, you think it's a piece of shit? It's, it's, it's like tea the teacups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not. You know, you're not four years old. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Standing in and front of me. No, it's pretty funny. Have you been on it? No. You feel like you're going to collide numerous times during the ride because the mm. other cars are coming right at you. Bad ride minute. for if you have a slip disc. That, that thing's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, standing in front of me in line. So signage that says that? Yeah. Uh, do a, not ride if you have a slip disc because that thing's coming out. Mother and her uh, two children. Mm-hmm. Did, you and, hate them? Uh, Did you hate them? Were they terrible? No, I just uh. hated the fact that I was like, mm, they're definitely going to think I'm with them. You know, the guy who goes, how many in your yeah, party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. It's always awkward. So it's the four of us, and the guy's like, how many? And the mom goes, two. Uh-huh. And so she just walks off with the kid, and the guy looks at me, he's like, two? And I was like, uh, and the kid who's like eight, he looks up at me, and we just look at each other, and we're like, no. <laughs> like, very, like, looked very concerned. He's like, uh, the, the guy was like, wait, okay, so how old is he? I'm like, I don't know. And the kid's like, I'm seven. No, I'm eight. He's like, okay, so just one? Yeah. He so can't go by himself, right? No, he went by himself. Oh, he could. Uh, he, I thought it would be funny if you would have taken him on the ride, but then it would have so, been horrifying the minute they closed the little door. And he's like, like, oh, oh so no, I'm on here with a stranger. Why would that be weird? That'd he's be like, fine. You guys are, so you guys are together, but you want to ride separate. I was like, I'm, I just had to, I'm just like, I'm not with him. I'm just <laughs> here on, to go by myself on this ride for kids. And he's like, okay. So I did the ride and uh, then I had a beer and then, then I met Mike. gave a kiss on the head and said, have fun. I think some Son. of those, you got to be like at least eight to ride by yourself. So no, it's height. That's it, Nambla no, Park. They, they also have age things. Oh, okay, great. They do. So then I uh, met up with Mike at the, at the <sighs> Nam Fest, Nam and the Park. we got yelled at by uh, there were some very loud um, people spreading the good word. Christians, giant signs. Yeah, I, said, I saw you. Ask me why you should go to he- why you're going to hell. <laughs> it was whew, the one guy was dressed like a military uh, like commando, except he was like seventy and had a white beard down to his belly button and was wearing a bright red hat that just said Trump across the front. And he was just screaming at people that through a bullhorn. I wish I would have seen him. And he was going, are you on drugs? You guys have to be on drugs to be dressed like that. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> what a Jesus. weird place for them to protest. So weird. Yeah. It's like all these like nice business people just like wearing their little placards trying to like go to the convention and there's the, the Trump <laughs> military is screaming at them. It's very Rock and weird. Roll, baby. It's all about drugs. It's such a strange mix of illicit sex. Businessmen mm. and then dudes who are like 55 never became rock stars but mm-hmm. are wearing like leather pants, leather uh-huh. like vests. The dream's still alive. Long black in their hair brain. down to their ass. Yeah. But lots of uh, bedazzled uh, jeans still. Yep. It's like the only place yep. you can still go see some shiny Ed Hardy bedazzled jeans. Uh, I saw people posting all their pictures and all people we didn't see. Of famous people? No, people up there's Steve Vai was all over the place. Stevie Wonder was all over the place. Really? Uh, all, everyone's there. Like, everyone. Van Halen. Everyone is. Even is, my brother. Bruce Springsteen. What's that? Bruce Springsteen. I don't think Bruce made it you out. said everyone. <laughs> okay, Bruce was there. Well, he was working also- in the harmonica booth. Can we keep it down? We're trying to do a show in here. Yeah, keep it down. Keep down your life. 
People are talking Keep right outside. Down your uh, life. Well, you got the window open over there. You got the Thought window. I closed it, but yeah. uh, it must be the neighbor over the fence who's loud as fuck, and she's quite annoying her conversations. Oh, it's, she's on the phone. We uh, spent the entire time looking for an ice cream stand that Mike insisted is the best ice cream in the world is at the Nam Festival. How long you been inside there? a convention How long were you guys center? There? We were there hours. We were there for probably three and a half hours. That's too long. It's it, the, here's why it's exhausting. You walk miles and miles. Mm-hmm. It's so loud and it's so visually. It is that it noise is, the whole time. Yeah, but there is so much coming at you, mm-hmm. stimuli-wise, that it's just it just wears you down. It feels down. like those scenes in like a, a '70s film when they travel abroad and they're in like the bazaar and it's like yeah. too much noise. That's exactly what it is. Exactly scents and smells and sights yeah. and how many people sounds? there were like on on, on on some drugs? You think? Well, we oh, there was people f- blasting like weed vapes, like just <laughs> <laughs> with reckless abandon. <laughs> we blasting. I don't know. I wouldn't want to call it a highlight, but something amazing did happen. Which is, do you remember my story that I may have told on this show about my engine catching on fire and me blowing it out with my lungs? I kind of remember it, but I definitely remember Coming it. Coming back you and from I Palm Springs, on the phone a few spring days break in the 80s, about it. my car was overheating and I pulled over. Did he not want the answer? Opened the hood uh-huh. and I went... Because <gasps> your, your engine was on and fire. And I blew out the fire and I got several emails from people going... I love you, dude, but that's just not possible. <laughs> it didn't happen. It right. did not um, happen. Actually, we Mike? are walking through Nam, absolutely random. A dude I have not seen in thirty years, mm-hmm. and within ten seconds, am I right? Yes. He said, "I got to ask you something," and he verified the story verbatim. He Pretty great. Told the whole story very enthusiastically. Yep, he was did on he take drugs. Credit? He did was he on t- drugs. A guy that Mike hasn't seen in like 30 years just happened to be just like right there launching it like you'd seen him last week. I know. I know. It was very weird. <laughs> it was like after we left, weird. I was like, what the hell did it happen? And that, that encounter was in this section. So like there's there's like three or four levels of Nam, mm-hmm. And so the, the main floor is kind of like, you know, there's the section with uh, all the, there's like the laser section. So they have it fogged up and like you can do like your yeah. stage lights and lasers. Pretty cool. I feel like that should be the top level. Then there's like the guitar section. And no, you know what's like, on the top level? Tell him. It's like six stories up. Uh, did we go to the top, top, top? You mean the piano room? Pianos. Yeah, which we were like, why would you put the piano? That should be on the there's bottom so level. so many pianos. Yeah, they're so heavy. And we were lamenting the poor bastards. They're going to have to move out all. And they're what so expensive. What kind of a fuck decides up on the top? You want like nice pianos to like lure you in. You walk in. It's like, it's like you see piano players in the lobby, That's right? not the lure at the NAMM show. No, the lure is... is like. But I mean, it's a nice warm-up, right? Yeah. Lot lizards with guitars. Yeah. And you, and you put yeah. that you put that lasers where all the the so the, the, drug the heads, main floor is lasers heads. and like the they have the 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 Martin guitar section where you can just walk up and grab a guitar off the wall that's fifty thousand dollars and play it like you're qualified to it's it's crazy I that's don't understand cool. they must have them all insured or something because any idiot can just drop so it'll be like the car show but you could actually <laughs> yeah, drive the car you, you can play drums you can do what you can I saw Ty Ty playing drums playing some drums although I fucked I up. didn't know you could play drums that's why I got drums in the basement baby oh you're not bad you're not bad. Well, that wasn't my audio. That was John Bonham. <laughs> oh. Well, now you're bad. Well, no, he, I'm not bad, but I'm him. not good. Because um, there was a guy next to him wailing on a guitar. Yeah. the uh, He was plugged in, and he Tyler was quiet. Big mistake I made. The, I, we got to the drum section. I was very excited to, to try out some different drum sets. And uh, everyone brings their own sticks. So <laughs> uh, nothing for your boy to do, because I didn't bring his sticks. So I'm just <laughs> like, hmm. 
cool. He could have joined the drum circle at the end with his hands. But, I saw uh, the drum circle. I wasn't sure what to make of that. No, it wasn't a what circle. To make of it was horrendous. It was uh, people sitting in an audience like uh, with fold-out chairs playing, all of them playing drums. So the main level is all those, is all those things. There's tambourines, like $100,000 guitars, and these giant like $20,000 stand-up upright basses, yeah. and all this shit. there's literally probably thousands of Thousands of things. Instruments. DJs, like do, DJs doing their sets. Yeah. Like all this crazy nonsense. And then you go downstairs and that's like you're like your bar it's like literally the bargain basement downstairs it's like however the most audience. expensive acoustic guitars Harmonicas. were down there hidden amongst the riffraff yeah. yeah it's like a lot of people the just fish instrument selling wood like mm-hmm. if you want to like find the what wood you wanted to make if you were a luthier and you want to make mm-hmm. a guitar What's a luthier it's like a guitar maker guitar maker and luthier? it's also a, a name luthier luthier uh, so you can what? like find woods and also like weird Luth- exotic Asian instruments. Luthier? Do you think anyone's named Luthier? Like, hey, my name's Luthier. Probably. Hang drums. I think that's what those things are called. They were kind of cool. They were very ethereal. Um, are they like Zulus? We're going to add some to the show. And lots of like really sad people that had clearly flown all the way here from like Hong Kong and like no one's looking at their clarinet cases. Oh, they're just is, like yeah, sitting there. Especially when there's a, real, a guy... Real bummer. There's a guy popping on the bass right next to him, just <laughs> at concert volume, and they're sitting there with their violins. That like, was just the other horrified. funny thing about down there is like upstairs, most of the things are kept together thematically. It's like here's the guitar section, here's the bass guitars, here's the drums, here's the lighting section. Down there, it was like here's the guy selling triangles, and mm-hmm. he's next to the dude with like here's my five stack amplifiers. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't hear anything. <laughs> what do you think was the saddest? The harps? Um. No, the sad it's just people playing the harp, and everyone's just blowing right by. You can't, uh, can you hear the harps? Yeah, if you get close. Yeah. Yeah. Was anyone playing the inside of the piano? Because I saw Tori Amos do that when I saw her live a few like times. Like reached inside it and tickled yeah. the, the Like she, the, no. she gets up in the middle of one of her songs and starts playing the inside of the piano like a harp, and it was phenomenal. That's pretty cool. Mm. It was pretty great. That's pretty no good. Love was, that Tori Amos. Love no, her. No one was doing I that. I love her, too. Unfortunately. I feel like someone should have been doing that. And yeah, then we could have. Well, next year we'll do that. And then you go upstairs to the, like the rich people part, which is where Fender and uh, uh, the rich people part, Gibson and Greg, Paul Reed and, Smith, all of them yeah, have like yeah. have their own like separate like boutique rooms. Yeah, with where little you stage, go in. There's a stage in the room. They have bands playing in there. So you're supposed to conduct business while there's a band playing like the, at regular volume. The elite, 30 feet the elite from you. section. The elite section up there. How much like uh, guitar center paraphernalia was there? Like corporate shit, trying to be like, "Hey, this is our gig." That's what it is. Well, it's it corporate, man. It's all the brands, though. It's not like the the outlets. Like, it's not the outlets. It's not the the sales. No. You know, yeah, all there the was... rock stars that are there are there because they are paid endorsers. Pr- endorsers or They're like the or face people. of Gibson. I mean, Stevie Wonder just goes there to go. I would like to clarify, by the way. So we, Mike and I shot a little he video. I don't even know he's there. That is available for people to watch joke. on our Patreon page. Um. You were wondering where I wandered off to during the uh, Julian Lage. Oh, yeah. Lage. yeah. What, You're like, why that? would he what leave? Julian Lage? I was trying to be funny. He's a guy who Mike considers to be the uh, best guitarist in the world. Mm. And uh, in the video, he goes, where did Tyler go? Why would he wander off after I just said this is the best guitarist <laughs> in the world? And he's gone. <laughs> I wandered off because I couldn't see shit from where we were standing. So I was around on the other oh, side. Mm-hmm. Oh. So in case anyone thinks I was just wandering off playing with harps. I crawled, crawled under people and got in the front. I saw. <laughs> crawled under people? Uh-huh. Like on your four, like on all got fours, got on my knees and crawled under people and got in front of them. You're 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 not a child. I am a child at heart. Yeah, I guess you are. Yep. Another acceptable answer, Tyler, would have been uh, you were out looking for ice cream. You would have accepted. Ah, that. that would have been. Good we never a, got good it. Answer. You talked it up, and I never got the it. The problem was we couldn't hear him. Maybe you could. I couldn't hear squat diddly. Where so I was is there a video where I can watch this and feel like I was a part of it because I, I feel left out? Yeah, it's mm. the top post on our Patreon page right now. All right, I'll are go you? back and uh, I'll go check that out. But um, it was exhausting, correct? Yeah, I, I was so tired when I got home. 
Um, it was probably the most tired I've been when I got home. I dropped off DJ. I came home. I came inside. I brushed my teeth, and I went. I'm going to bed. It's like eight o'clock. I'm going DJ to bed right is what now. he calls Skrillex. By the way, he doesn't yep. like to call him Skrillex. Yep. But uh, he barely got that giant hat in my car. Wait, is Skrillex <laughs> no, wore the giant mouse no, hat, or is that no. that's Dead Mouse? Oh yeah, that's no, Dead Mouse Five. Dead Mouse Five. But um, it yep. was truly I was physically and mentally dead, gone, going to sleep, it's, going to fall asleep. It's going to too sleep much for a human brain. <laughs> all night, and I got a text about. 8.15 going you're at Diana's birth or Diana's party right and I went oh god I forgot about it I, I couldn't make up, it I, I, I wanted to go to that but put I my had... clothes on and drove out to Pasadena baby Woo! went to a party till 12.30 at oh, night good for you buddy and I, was... I got like a third wind and I uh, over did you talk a lot I talked the whole time yeah. Yeah. I had to apologize constantly for making everything about me and then someone mm-hmm. would bring something up and I'd top their story and some mm-hmm. girl called me out on the <laughs> Blowing out my engine fire, she goes, that's just not possible. And I just flipped her off. Some oh. Rune's girlfriend, who I just met, and mm-hmm. I just went. You flipped her off. Then you walked away? Oh, that's a weird yeah. move, Mike. Yeah, it was, a, it a was weird odd. Move. Yeah, it was totally weird. <laughs> yeah, But it was fun. I'm glad I went. I'm glad I got to see them. How many people? Probably like 20. At Nam? No, I'm <laughs> talking about DBK's uh, birthday. Well, I happy can, birthday, can, DBK. Was it her birthday? No, it wasn't her birthday. It was uh, they're in town from Ireland. It's and, in town uh, from Ireland party. She lives in Ireland now. Does she? She lives there now? Lives there. Really? Yeah. Is she opening a Mick Lowry's? Yes, she is. <laughs> a chain of them. It's going to be a little walk-up place. Uh, she loves it over there. The Mike, what was the best guitar we you think we saw? Right, or not best, but like the most outlandish. Uh, the, oh, by far. The, that the tree one. Or, no, what? Wait, which one? Are you the thinking? tree one. Oh, <laughs> the tree one was in, insane. Imagine a eight foot plank of wood that looks like just a bisection of a tree, right? Mm-hmm. So it's taller than me. It's all like shined up and glossy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's a guitar neck sticking out of the top of it. Sticking out of it is a guitar neck, which makes it look, at, at first glance, I thought it was an eight foot guitar. Me too. Me too. That they had strung yeah. across a, a stump. But uh, no. It is merely the resting place for the guitar. So if you grab the neck and pull it out, the, the, out a piece of wood comes out of the tree. That's basically, pretty cool. that's pretty sweet. And I it, thought it was that fl- that like spiky flying V we saw up by the ESP guitars. I don't remember it. It was just in. It was like straight oh, out of the yeah, bowels yeah, of yeah. of Game of Thrones hell. Yeah. Any any axes? Yeah, there yeah. were a lot of axes. Didn't somebody have an actual axe? Gene Simmons had an axe, and base. it was like sharp. No, I think it was sharp. No, that was the folklore. Yeah, there's definitely the folklore. folklore. The folklore was also that he bit his tongue to spit blood, and that wasn't true. Speaking of folklore, I came across a lot of folklore in my research for clowns, and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to weed that out for our discussion on clowns. Oh, I'm going uh, only folklore. So Patreon episode. Don't have to tell you about that. One of going clowns to play folk music and tell stories Mm. based on clown lore. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. I'm going to tell you something right now about this clown. Please do it. Topic. I had the feeling after I did some research, and I suspect you did more than I did because I zeroed in on stuff that was on my mind. That's not really conducive. So to Mike's gonna have a lot about horny clowns. So <laughs> horny, horny clown. I got horny, horny clown. Horny clowns that can't killer sleep. Killer clown and puddles. No, I uh, I felt very similar after watching clown videos and reading about clowns and the history of clowns. 
as I did when I tried to dig deep into cults a week or so ago, when I just sat down and started reading about cults and trying to find the backstories and watching videos. Trying to figure out which one I to join. I felt dirty and I felt uncomfortable. wonder why. I guess we'll find out on the yep. special clown ignorance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Okay. But I'd like to introduce you guys to my new character, Spunky the Clown. Mm. You know that uh, Native Americans... And their totem yes, poles. Yes, I do. I do. The totem poles. I do. Yes, I know. You know yes, that. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Everything you're about. How to do you say? know about that? Because I'm Native American. Refresh my memory, because I do know about totem poles, and I liked them as a child. And there's one in Disneyland. I don't know if it's still there on Tom Sawyer's Island. Well, considering the cigar Indians are somehow still there yeah, on yeah. Main Street, yeah. I'd imagine that it's. still I have a picture there. of Doctor Drew standing with his arm around the cigar Indian. I was going to post it a couple weeks ago, and I decided not. Every to Every time I see it, I'm like, create a weird mm, problem. Surprise! That's still here. <laughs> There's all sorts of different totem poles, and uh, they, they have different meanings and different uh, purposes, but you one of which I just learned about not too long ago what while about listening. scrotum poles? Hmm. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> while listening to PMS, my favorite show, uh, I just don't get Pums? to hear it very often, Pums? but uh, yeah, Petros and Money Show. You could download the podcast, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't have time for that. But uh, <laughs> You could tell Atticus you need some daddy time. There was a shame totem pole where if like uh, somebody in the community like owed somebody else oh, money no. or they were like a dick, they would erect a totem pole with their face at the very top and leave it in the middle of town until oh. they repaid their debt. How Here's great the is problem that? with the that, shame is totem that is good. The totem pole thing requires a lot of work. Uh, okay. They're they're decorated from negative. top to bottom. Mm-hmm. You can't just take someone off. Well, it's a, it's, it's a, not like covering a tattoo, it's which a time, to me is already problematic. Time before uh, the you, internet, you just chop them Television, down, bro. You, know, you have plenty of time to to toil. Tell me why totem poles uh, existed. Why I forgot. Poles I just told you why one. That, that's that one. But what's the main purpose of the totem pole? It was like for telling stories and like myths and legends yeah. and like or like commemorating things that happened. I think they're kind of limited to the Pacific Northwest. Don't believe it was a widespread, uh, right? Kind of like uh, teepees. They're they're not like you know giant across all, all facets of uh, Native American life. It's like fifteen percent of Native Americans. No, not use true. Teepees. At one point, there was one teepee covering That's all of the Americas. That's not true at all. Is there a circus underneath it? <laughs> yes. A giant teepee is not uh, feasible. Well, what is the purpose of the teepee besides shelter? I mean, why is it designed why would like there that? Be, what's the purpose of the why house is it besides shelter? Like that? <laughs> Because to it's, keep water out and like they, yeah, but conage. there's a hole in the roof. It's it's so you can see the they're, stars. They're portable for the plains people. They, okay, you, you, and then the hole it. in the roof is for the smoke because you have a fire in there. Portable, well, perhaps yes, and to see the stars. I would imagine okay. that's part of it too. What is it made you of? Ever sleep in a teepee? Hide possibly? You ever sleep in a teepee? No, I haven't. I have numerous yeah. times. A yeah. real one? Yeah, or one you appropriated? I'm up at camp. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty goddamn real. They're they're made of. Uh, we use tarps instead of like do leather. Have, but do you uh, have problematic? Have you have problematic drawings on the side of them? No, we have uh, handprints. All, all the all the cancer kids mm. that spend the night out there at TP Village. Uh, we uh, we have them at, when we wake up in the morning and we. Let me guess. What color? What color do you use? Huh? We color using on that paint. colors. Red. We use the camp colors. You're using red? Camp colors, which is nothing but red. No. Uh, red, yellow, green, and blue. Red, yellow, green, and blue. So you have little handprints all over it. And we tell the children, we lie to them right to their face. We say, these handprints are going to be there forever. And then once we fill up an entire tarp, we just turn it inside out or paint it white and start over. But they really believe. They never ask, hey, hey, where are my handprints from last had, year? When you're trying to sleep, and sure there's like a thousand handprints looking at you. Yeah, that sounds like that scene from Blair Witch, and I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't like it either. On the outside. I don't like it either. On the outside, so you don't okay, see now I'm interested in getting a teepee. Well, they sell them at Target. So do they can, really? Yeah. Like oh, like the kids. little ones, like yeah. the little pink ones. We should Let's do it. have it. Should we do Native a, American party? Should we do a teepee sode? But they were made with uh, buffalo hide, correct? 
I would imagine because Buffalo were plentiful back there and then before and then they uh, rolled them up. And Teddy they Roosevelt came and killed them, them when all. they moved. <laughs> yeah, it was Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> he killed a lot of them. Oh uh, yeah, and then you, I, you, you know, I, you know how I know he killed a lot of them. Uh, how? Because I was at know? the Wildlife you know Preserve that? Museum, uh-huh. and it's thousands of dead animals. Yeah, and there's a giant tribute to Teddy Roosevelt standing there with his gun. You know, he t- Teddy Roosevelt. First of all, I should say this: my favorite president, by far and away. Love uh, the man, I, inventor I read of the his, teddy bear. Read his biography last year. Uh, the, the rise of Teddy Roosevelt. Mm. Oh, so good! So, Did so you good. read all the foot the, the footnotes? Footnotes mm. might be uh, as plentiful. It was audiobook, so per no word, footnotes. they don't oh, include dude. the footnotes in the audiobook. They do include the toe notes. One of his one of his w- wives uh, was so naive that she believed that uh, the lions that she saw at the zoo were were shaved to give them the impression that they had a mane. She thought they were just giant furry animals, but then they shaved them. And down then he and looked at you and said, the mane. "But the sex was really good." But Teddy, uh, he did a lot of killing. Yeah. And then he realized the error of his ways, and then he's the one who actually created the first uh, National, National Park, Park, which is uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. But uh, he's got a monument. Most people don't know this, but he's got a monument over there in the old uh, Washington, D.C. You know, people always see the Lincoln Monument Memorial. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they see- uh, Jefferson. They well, see Jefferson's uh, m- yeah. monument. He's on the GD Mount Rushmore. Right. You guys been there? That's a pretty good one. You guys seen that? No, I have not been there, but it's it's on my list of things I may go do. I saw it. And when you're out there, what you do is you go and you see Geronimo right down the street. One mm-hmm. could one could argue that uh, Geronimo's probably more impressive. Did that person uh, is he still alive? The guy making that? His like, grandson is it's now. It's not continuing. Geronimo. It's Crazy it's not Horse. Crazy Horse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Neil Young's band. What? Yes, it's Neil Young's band. But yes, cool. uh, Teddy Roosevelt's, and I didn't get out to see it last time I was in D.C., and it really bums me out, but he's got his own island. His, like, his monument is on an island that no one visits. Bums me out that the, I didn't get to see it. The best part of that book is the stories of him uh, in- The Rough Riders? Oh, my God. Well, th- my favorite part of the entire book, so it, it I mean, ends- Actually, the whole book is incredible. Like I can't believe he's a real person. I know. He's so great. It ends right when he becomes president. That's yes. where this book ends. How great is that, right? There's another book. I need to read that. God, other, I feel like, so left out of it. The audiobook is fantastic. Uh, okay. Scorsese has been it? talking about making a movie out of it for years now, and at one point, uh, you guessed it, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to play him. Guys, I'll just say it right now. Sign up at audible.com with code After Disaster, and you could get download yeah. that book yeah. for free. And we get nothing. Just kidding. We don't have that deal. No. Uh, but, there's, but do it anyway for kicks. Mike Teddy was like thirst, thirsty for power, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm not sure his motives were, were, were right or wrong, but he really wanted the power. And he found himself in a position at one point uh, where he was working within the government somehow. Where he was standing over his bloody, his bloody bloodied wife and he had a rock in his hand and he realized he finally achieved it. No, that didn't happen it's in not, the book. That's not close. And he's like, if you say a lion was shaved one more time, woman. That's the end of Shortcuts. And that's Chris Penn you're thinking of. Hmm. With Robert Downey Jr. and the teenage girls right before the earthquake, I didn't see it. But two people probably know what I'm talking about. All right, so uh, he's he's in an office, right, Mike? Okay. It's like Sunday afternoon or something, and he he he. It occurs to him. He's like, "Wait a minute, the big chief, he's out of town." Yeah, 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 yeah. The the second in charge, he's not here. That makes me in charge. He picks he, up the phone and he declares war. <laughs> On some some nation, I, he, I, he basically real he doesn't declare war, but he basically realizes that it's, that he's he in sole charge of like creates the, an invasion. He's in sole charge of the navy at that point because he was working for the secretary of the navy who was out and like he was the acting. Yeah, and he's like move all these ships to uh, like Cuba, basically. They so like they surrounded Cuba with like their ships, and then it kind of like I believe it like forced the hand. Basically, someone then did something that then caused like the war. I don't remember the details, but yeah, he. What was the backlash? It doesn't seem like there They're was. They're just kind of like, well, we're at war now. <laughs> what are you going to do? 
Dude, and the, and he when he did become president, uh, I guess they had a tradition back in the day where presidents would stand out in front of the White House like on their first day in office. And meet people? And Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, he stood outside for something insane, like 18 hours, standing there, shaking everyone's hand. People were in a, a giant line. They also, it was also around the open White House. to the public, and you could go in there, and they would give you something. There was like a thing. You could go to the White House, like a tourist type of thing. You would pull up. Mm-hmm. Like in a that shirt. circular driveway, and they would give you something. Yeah, they had a T-shirt cannon, and they'd fire something into your car. I drove all the way here, on. and all they gave me was this lousy. No, there shirt. is there is something they would give you, like honey or something. Honey, they would give you something. I they sent out the honey the boy, shiny boy. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I highly recommend the audiobook because the book is so like. Does Teddy Wright read it himself? Cinematic, no. But the guy who reads yeah, it just has a great voice. But when he his... reads things that are in Teddy's voice, he does this very funny Teddy <laughs> affectation, and it's great. <laughs> Great. Oh, I love that book. Tell it's me why thick, you read man. that book. It's like 800. He listened to it. Uh, I just knew that he was like an interesting How many hours? Interesting guy. That's like 11 or something like that. And uh, you? How? Why did I read yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because this has never come recommended to me. I've always liked Teddy, and I, I don't know if Drew and I were talking about it. I think we read it around the same time, Dr. Drew. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, And also, I heard rumblings of Scorsese um, adapting okay. this book, okay. and uh, like, I, w- I want in on this, because I like the old Teddy. I think I really like him, and once I read the book, I'm like, I love him. I didn't him. know he did a turnaround on hunting, because that Big Wildlife turnaround, Museum yeah. does not mention that part of it. Well, because they're... Oh, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't... But I mean, he created oh, the, way, there's the a little first national the park where you're not allowed to kill animals, so it's kind of ironic. Courtesy of Ansel Adams? What? Courtesy of Ansel Adams? He created a national park where you can't Ansel kill animals. Ansel Adams... Was where Ansel was somewhat responsible for what I said too. Probably Teddy Roosevelt before he was the president and showing him the national park, uh-huh. and that's when that person uh, had a turnaround. Pointed out the beauty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Him and John Muir said, "Hey, Teddy, get over here. We're going to show you show you the majestic See that beauty. Buffalo, you can fuck that if you want. Mm. Mm. Don't, I wouldn't recommend that, it. Those, that famous black and white photo of Teddy Roosevelt ramming a bison <laughs> from behind, <laughs> yelling "Bully for me!" Yeah, you're right. Bully for me! <laughs> I forgot about that. That, uh, that's what that's what the statue is at his memorial. That's one of the lines that got omitted from from groupers on set, and uh, it was bully for you. And I had one of my characters saying it, and he let me know he could not get it and was not sounding right. And I, we did like six takes. I'm like, "Do you have a problem with the line?" And he's like, "Yeah, I hate it." I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> "All right, we'll come up with something else then, dude. Let's let's do this." Uh, he just never heard bully for you, and it was a it was a nod to my my favorite president, and it and it did not make it. You should have overridden him and made him do it. I was about to, and then I'm like, you know what? Pick your battles, Gowan. Pick your battles. That's not really a battle. It was a bit of a battle. He didn't know what he was saying. I tried to explain it to him, and I'm like, I have a hard time explaining this. <laughs> well, bully for you. You couldn't say, like, just fucking say it, actor. That's why I loved uh, that that book, uh, The Alienist, which is, like, one of my favorite books of all time. And Teddy Roosevelt's one of the main characters in that piece yeah. of fiction. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cross- uh, it, I am it, so out of touch across this podcast fiction right now. and non-fiction. Crosses. Well, I was we very pause out of touch. it for eleven hours while I listened to the audiobook for the Nam uh, discussion. I was very once you told me there's no Zulus there. I had uh, there might have been Zulus there. I don't even know what those are. Mm-hmm. We've discussed this. The African warriors. Mm. Okay, mm. there might have been. What What about Zulu time? Remember that? No. What is that? That sounds so familiar. Like it's, like, show. it's like no. It'd be like like how we use like Greenwich Greenwich Mean oh, Time yeah. now. Yeah. They'd be like. You know, twelve hundred Zulu time. What's Greenwich Me Time? Oh, I had some Greenwich Me Time on the way here. You know, you know, it's uh, like the the the, the uh, where we do all the time zones from. Like zero is Greenwich in Greenland. Mm, I did not know that. 
What the? Now fuck? I'm completely out of the loop. Every time I see, let's one go of back those, to uh, the alienist. Like, you've seen GMT? Like we're in PST. GMT is like. Uh, whenever I see a very very muy expensivo high end GMT watch that's mm. got like a world time watch that's got all of the time zones mm-hmm. on it, I'm always like bummed out because i'm like why wouldn't you put cooler countries on there also imagine needing that imagine like actually yeah. having to like oh gotta get I a think new about that when i see them. a new watch that has all the, the big cities yeah, in the yeah. world because i'm in morocco I tomorrow for work. I'm, in, I'm in boston on tuesday i'm in russia on would Thursday. you rather do that or be the guy that has like the three watches all set to different oh, that's pretty zones? good that's pretty good i like the three Three watch is pretty good. Well, nowadays you could just be an Apple Watch guy and have it all. You just have it on your phone. I mean, on the clock yeah. you can. The or roll, you could just say clock. I don't. I don't pay attention to time. The the, the most recent entry. You can do a lot of things that really. I put on my world clock just yesterday, and I kind of felt like uh, dirty for doing so. But Little Rock, Arkansas, I threw in there. Yeah, because I, I need to call my sister, and uh, that's where she lives. Got She's it. in Little got Rock. It. Yeah, but I got Auckland in here because I did a chat with Andy uh, with a guy in uh, Auckland. I had Auckland. to figure out what time uh, it was out there. The Bay Area? No, Auckland. Uh, it's plus twenty-one hours, Tyler. So oh, it's not. not okay. I found out from New one Zealand. of our New from Zealand. one of our listeners, New Zealand, in uh, New Australia Zealand. or New Zealand. I think his name is Newt. Oh, it's definitely New Zealand. Then I believe that's his name, K N U T. But uh, that's cunt. He was talking about. Um, I wish I didn't say that. I had mentioned <laughs> like how long the warranty was on my car, uh-huh. and he went in in uh, Australia. On Subarus, it's unlimited miles, every mm-hmm. warranty, and the same with uh, Toyotas. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you buy a car over there, unlimited miles on the warranty. It's because of Mad Max. That's what I thought. <laughs> you really I'm just do disappointed. have the exact I'm just same car. I, I I walked around yeah. uh, the back, and I'm like, isn't it the same color? It's the same everything. It's identical. That's did crazy. You, did you see the sheepskin seat cover? No, I didn't. I didn't go. I didn't. Yeah, wanna... I bought two of them, but one doesn't match, so it's sitting in the corner, and I got to remember to return it in the next couple of days. It's a, It's it's kind of crazy that you did that, especially it's, when you learn that these cars don't have the the fortitude to be able to deal with your kind of driving. Hundred eighty eight thousand miles. Uh-huh. Hopefully, I will have gotten my shit together before I put another hundred eighty eight thousand miles on this car. That's how you you uh, mark time is just miles on your car. One hundred eighty eight in how many years? Four. It's too many, Mike, because you're not a trucker. Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Don't tell me that. You're not. 188,000. Dude, you're putting, what, 42,000 a year? That's not That's not even no, close to what that. I used to do. That's not even close to what I used to do. I used to commute from San Diego to L.A. to Ontario to, to Irvine to San Diego seven days a week for years. I was doing 71. And he had to keep, he had to keep stopping to blow out his engine fire. 71,000 miles, 72,000 miles a year. And he was drinking the entire time. Yeah, I was. I know. I would fly to Irvine after leaving Ontario to get there before. You'd also fly? The club was closed. This so I could is get ridiculous. Drink for the drive home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good times. And what'd you listen to? Sports radio the entire time? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> All those lost those hours. Before podcasts. All I don't know what hours. I listened to. You'd have so to. much to add to the Teddy Roosevelt conversation. I probably just sat Dude, in yeah. silence, clutching my steering wheel, staring straight ahead. Oh, Yelling at the uh, person in front of you for going possibly. too slow. Yeah, have you ever notice when you've just been sitting in the car and you haven't been listening to something for like 40 minutes? You're like, ugh. Yeah. Well, what I do, that because that does happen often. It's usually when then, I'm hungover. But then I'm worried mm-hmm. about... Wow, I wonder if my being so distracted could have caused an accident. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't. But no, I think you. I think you snap into focus like when something happens. Like but sometimes I'm too. just in a daze and I forget to put something on, and I'm just driving and driving, and all of a sudden I'm like, Jesus Christ, I got to pay attention on the road. I'll tell you what snapped into focus last night was uh, there was a chase. There was actually ah, there was Jesus actually there was, there was two chases last night. Yeah, 
Well, apparently right now the 101 might be fucked for my drive home because there was a chase that ended up the car catching on fire and it's <laughs> let's rush Michael and there. it has completely <laughs> completely closed the 101 currently. Uh which way? I don't know. Great. Yeah, we'll find out after. Uh but last night here I'll pull up video evidence of of this nonsense. Um so for people who may not be familiar with a police chase, uh, a common thing that they'll do is a pit maneuver, which uh stands which is for something. Tyler's favorite favorite name. I don't know what it stands for. PIT. Forget. Uh, but it's where the cop car hits the back back corner of the and bumper. Slides them around. Slides them around. And, yeah. and most cars, it will cut the engine because of it being jostled that much. It'll just cut. But then sometimes now they're turning around facing the other way and then they keep driving and it's awesome. Um, but uh, you're not supposed to do pit stops where it could, you know, hit other cars yeah. or injure people. Yeah. Not the case last night. This cop was. Uh, he was on and popping. He was, he was on and popping and up to no good. Um, let me just pull this guy up for you right here. Look at this nonsense. All right, we're watching uh, an actual video of a pit maneuver gone wrong. None of you can see it, but I can. And here he goes. Are there? Are there? Oh my God! Pits the car into too? a cop car and then two other cars that are waiting. Maybe for the he's light. a bowler because he feels pretty good there. What a if fuck! I wonder how much that guy's getting made fun of at the station oh. today, or, or if he's being reprimanded. It's not good. How Pursuit. exciting if you're a cop! That I think that is the most exciting position to be in if you're a cop. The Pers- pit time, yeah. Pursuit. You're the first guy in line, and you get to do the pit. Pursuit intervention technique. There you go. Pit. I'm gonna go pee. I love the idea P-I-T? of being a cop and being in your cop car and finally getting to ram someone off the road. <sighs> you know, like they're just like, don't look at my shit. Anderson's I man- love manhandling my keys. Yeah, that's not a bad idea for like uh, some kind of attraction where you get to do a pit maneuver, a pit stop on a- that has to be out there because there's there's like those CHP like uh, classes or something. Think, oh, you know what I'm thinking of is I'm thinking of those billboards when you drive down San Diego. You know the ones I'm talking about? No, it's like <laughs> looking for sheriffs. Yeah, basically it'll be like join the CHP. Yeah, and normally those things are like it's a picture of a badge or it's a picture of like you know a police officer mm-hmm. like looking like very stoic looking over the city. The CHP ones specifically on the drive from LA to San Diego are like the Challenger um, CHP vehicles doing like sweet burnouts with like giant <laughs> smoke and like dust flying up behind them. That, that is a better I'm sales like, yeah, pitch. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that <laughs> shit. Yeah. It is a great sales pitch. I just love the idea of setting it up like some kind of a wealthy person's entertainment. Well, you do it like tag, basically. Like you're yeah. like, I'm it. You know, yeah. I get to chase It's like you. demolition derby, but you're the only one allowed to hit. Yeah. This is not bad. Not you bad. erect like a, a 10 mile like freeway well, that's the gonna desert. Be, that's going to be expensive. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> How about just that old, like, unused patch of uh, Route 66? It'd be really bad for the, you know, suspension and the yeah. the tires because yeah. it's falling apart. But I'll say. That's probably why my car broke down as I took it out to, on that fucking road. It probably is why. All right. That's the show. So, thug life. <laughs> the hate you give, right? Okay. Uh, I like that phrase, the hate you give. I enjoyed it. And uh, it was the best example of like what it might feel like to be uh, a black person living in modern day America, and they get into the whole like you know getting pulled over as a black person. Is it a that. documentary or is no, it no. A, okay? It's a it's a narrative, 
and uh, the girl who who stars in it, I don't have any my notes or anything in front of me, but she was fantastic. And she goes to like a private school, so it's like she's kind of in between worlds, and mm-hmm. she lives like in a rough part of town. But is she an outcast parents, in the rough part of town because she's a, a, an elitist. She does, she's one of the like she doesn't really is belong she, anywhere. She's she kind the, of in between everything. She the audience is surrogate. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, it was the best example of of how I will never understand what it is like to be a black person living in America, which I've been told numerous times. And you mean honestly, you learned something from it? I absolutely learned okay. something from it and uh, opened my eyes. Uh, which uh, good movies do? I, it's not like that's the only time that's happened. But Amanda uh, Stenberg. Amanda so Stenberg is great. She was fantastic. She was she was the best part of the movie, and she was the main part of the movie. So that's why I liked it. Um, but you know, it gets into pr- police brutality and uh, with traffic stops. And then I, I, I decided to do a little research afterwards, and um, they talk a lot about uh, the difference between pulling over like a, a, a black guy in a rough part of town as opposed to like a white guy in a Mercedes in like a affluent part of town, and how mm-hmm. it's they're they're way less uh, cops are way less trigger, trigger happy, happy. Uh, with the the businessman in Beverly Hills because he doesn't pose as much of a threat, obviously, right? I mean that makes perfect sense. I understand that because cops aren't robots. And they they they're they're more fearful, and then I think a lot of cops Robo are scared. Cop on, I, I would be terrified every time I pull anyone over because you oh, never yeah. fucking know. Oh, right? you have to be terrified. But I did a little research, and it turns out that that uh, I think it's just in California, but like five it, per capita per percentage of black people in the state uh, traffic stops uh, over pull them pull them over five times the amount uh, than they sh- than they would like yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard math wise like to to crunch it, but like for for the amount of uh, black people percentage, the odds of you getting pulled over if you're black living here is five times greater than if you're white. It's not that simple, but like for the representation of the percentage uh, of the population, they get pulled over five times more than they should. Right. 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 Okay. Kind of, I guess. Well, I, it's kind of like the prison population. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then it got me thinking this, and I'm not talking shit about cops here. I'm not taking sides. I'm just. I'm wondering if if cops are that much more nervous about pulling black people over, why are they pulling them over so much? Like if I was a cop and I was terrified of black people and I thought that everyone that I pulled over was going to shoot me and that's why I'm like- Your partner's like, that guy looks suspicious. I like, would just I'm gonna be get pulling a coffee. over white guys. Got a great point. You know there. what I mean? Like Great point. Why? Why? No, that's a great point because it would be terrifying getting out of your car, well, pulling somebody over, not it. knowing whether they have a body in the trunk, like 30 kilos of- Fresh cut Colombian cocaine. Mm-hmm. They cut that stuff down, right? The the problem with that though is you're saying the obviously the reason that they're scared is inherently that they think that they are more more likely to be bad, and thus you're more likely to pour over the people they think are more likely to be bad because that's your job, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but we all know from movies that cops. It seems to me a lot of this could be um, uh, corrected if they just kept the cops in the rough neighborhoods. And they made sure that they were from those neighborhoods because I know that they ship cops all over the place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, the cops that work like these rougher neighborhoods, these urban neighborhoods, they're like they're not from that neighborhood at all. And they should maybe keep cops. That's one of the things that, in like, the neighborhood. A lot of the cities that are like experimenting with like reforming the police department and that kind of stuff is like putting back in like beat cops that are like they live in the area, they walk the neighborhood, establishing relationships right. with the people that own the shops and with the people that live there. That's not great, scared but there's a huge downside to it, which is a lot of cops are viewed as the enemy in bad neighborhoods, and you don't want people knowing that guy that lives there is a yeah. cop. They get which into is the why whole, they all live in in Fallbrook and Simi Valley. They get all they get into the uh, the whole snitching uh, situation in in Thug Life as well, and mm-hmm. the hate you give. 
I just wish it was a better movie. Like if it was, if it was you like, like a really snitching quality, to the cops on their friends. Like it, it goes to the point in this movie, anyways. What they talk about is, uh, she's in the car when her friend gets shot by a cop because he grabs a, a hairbrush, and he the cop thinks that it's a gun, yeah. so he shoots him dead. And uh, <laughs> the, the the drug dealer in the town uh, who runs the town, um, Anthony Mackey, uh, he doesn't want her talking. Isn't that the guy's name in uh, in uh, Magnolia, the Tom Cruise character? It's something like that, but it's not Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, uh, the, the the drug kingpin in the neighborhood, he doesn't want her talking. Tame the cunt. All right. Uh, for people who have not seen Magnolia, that was just jarring. For people yeah. who have seen Magnolia, that was jarring. Okay. It was jarring to me. Tell you, as soon as I get my drop machine back, that's a- uh, Apologies. That's be the only one on there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they, he, he, the kingpin doesn't want her testifying against the cop who shot the guy because he knows that he might get- they might ask certain questions, and then it might come out that he's a drug dealer in the town, because the kid that got shot was a drug dealer. For sounds one of those a questions lot like. Be, are you the drug dealer of the town? Sounds a lot like the Innocent Man documentary on Netflix. It's such a. It's such a. Never heard of it. It's I don't such care a about bizarre it. web it. that takes place in the underground dealings of crime and cop relationships, right? Because there's there is no black or white. It's there's a big it's just shades of gray. No, but there's a crossover where. You're going to give someone a break. It's like when you testify and they give you a huge break on your sentence. They they provide leniency. Did they like uh, if, if you cooperate? Did they get Frank T J Mackey? Did they get, oh, okay. Did they get name. into uh, bail bonds at all? And you were like, I know about this. No, mm. I, did, I didn't. I did, he just interrupts not. the whole movie. <laughs> eh, expert. I know about this. Are you guys ready to talk clowns? Yep. I'm ready to talk clowns. I hope I hope you guys don't have the story that I have that I want to share. Uh, there's a lot. About how clown, about clowns? About how clowns are responsible for the um, World Trade Center? The the uh, too soon, Michael. How how, soon. how clowns are responsible for the um, transformation of Toronto? What does anyone know about this? No, no. Yes. no. Got your corner of the you show ready to go. I learned about a, a clown who I never heard of who's responsible for uh, something we all know and uh, butt plugs. Butt plugs, it is. Yeah, butt he plugs. Has, the clown. He had a relationship with the Abe Lincoln. He made double what Abe Lincoln made. You know this guy? Yeah, you hear about this guy? I have no idea what no. either one of you are talking about, so right, cool. let's talk cool, clowns. Cool, cool. My, talk thing, my thing is the Toronto Circus Riots of 1855. That's great. That's a great name, That's right? That's great, yeah. All, all right. right. Let's, let's go clown around. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you Patreon folks. We appreciate you all. Keep it moving.